Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and today is a very short but fun episode as we have the PlayStation 5 Showcase. They revealed the price, release date, and showed off a ton of amazing games. I'm excited to quickly talk about it with you guys. Also give my thoughts on the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer and just a quick theory about Nintendo with the 35th anniversary of Zelda coming up next year in 2021. So please stay tuned. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And that's just it. Let's cue that intro. Wow. Got to hand it to Sony. They said, what's that, Ryan? You thought Xbox was cool? Well, uh, look at this. Look at our showcase. Look at all these amazing games that are going to be coming out for our console. Yikes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 showcase, which was kind of outstanding. <laughs> um, what a great time to be a gamer between the Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation. There is no better time to be gaming. This is going to be an amazing generation. The, the amount of competition that is here is... I, I just can't wait to see what happens with it because Sony just came out today and they said, yeah, don't worry, we're still the best. And they really are. With the amount of content they got coming out with their games, their first party, you know, their IPs, it's just, wow. <sighs> you know, seriously, good job. Uh, you know, I watched the entire showcase when I got home from work and kind of just blown away by what we saw. I mean, uh, you know, Sony is out here to win the console war, which, you know, the console war is made up mainly by fans. I mean, competition is always good for the industry, but they have put themselves on top. They actually matched Microsoft's price point on consoles, which I was completely taken back by. I really didn't think they were going to. I didn't think they could actually afford to take a hit on these consoles, but the PlayStation 5 with the disk drive is going to be $499 at, you know, at launch, and the discless one, the all-digital PS5, will be $399. So, $400 and $500. They did it. I am truly blown away by it. You know, congrats to them on matching that price point. That is such a huge deal, and they clearly nailed it out. You know, just, wow. Killed it. So, uh, it the console will be released November 12th, in the USA, Japan, Canada, and a couple of countries in Europe. Pretty sure the UK gets it on the 12th as well. And then uh, it'll be released uh, globally, you know, no matter where you are at in the world, if there's a place to buy a PlayStation, it will be available for you on the 19th. So we got release dates, we got the prices of the consoles, very competitive pricing here. This new generation is being very... Uh, forgiving, I would say. I mean, the hardware in these consoles costs way more than what they're, you know, selling them for. So, hey, props to everyone. We all win at the end of the day. But I want to get straight into it and kind of talk about the games. Just kind of, you know, go through uh, what I have listed here. Uh, something tells me I'm missing a game, so I apologize. I'm recording right now, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just, you know, stop on the spot. But I'm pretty. Oh, Devil May Cry Five is one of them that I missed. Anyway, so. The showcase starts off with a very beautiful looking cinematic trailer. 
Very cool looking game. We don't know what it is until you see the animals they're riding on. I am very ignorant when it comes to this franchise, so you'll have to excuse me, but uh, Final Fantasy 16 got announced, and it will be a console exclusive, so that's shitty, because <laughs> there's so many Final Fantasy fans out there across all the platforms, but this game will launch for PlayStation 5 and PC. The game looks great. I'm sure a lot of people are excited. Final Fantasy is a very beloved franchise, very, very popular, so... Good for them. That's a huge win for PlayStation to have that as a console exclusive. Very important for them. Um, they're definitely coming out strong with this one. And then we move immediately to a game that I think could sell consoles, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know if anyone else would, would agree with me, but Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales. This game looks fucking amazing. <laughs> Seriously. They did such a good job with this game. The combat already looks great in the small snippets that you see of gameplay. Uh, the, just the cinematics just look... I mean, you feel like you're in a movie. If Marvel's Avengers could have been more like this game, I mean, I'd probably still be playing it. Uh, I still play it, but you know what I mean. Miles Morales looks really, really good. This game, I honestly believe, is a system seller. So, really, just Sony came out strong with these two games immediately. And I <laughs> just am like, oh my god. <laughs> Um, Miles Morales does not launch with the console as of right now. It still says holiday 2020, but man, if you buy a PlayStation 5, please check that game out. It looks incredible. Miles Morales is an amazing Spider-Man. Very fun. Uh, you know, he's a very fun character. I think everybody will like him. Uh, he was in the first game, but obviously this is his own game. So definitely check that out. Miles Morales really taking the cake, the cake there. Um, they moved on to Resident Evil 8. You know, that Resident Evil Village um, is Resident Evil 8 with, you know, another first-person Resident Evil. Definitely focusing on more of a, a horror, scary type of, um, you know, game instead of, like, Resident Evil 5 and 6, where it's more action-packed. Um, the game looks great. I don't know what's going on. I played a little bit of 7, so I can't, I can't really talk about it much because I just don't know what's going on. I know Chris Redfield is in the game. He's my favorite Resident Evil character, so I am curious to see what they do with it. I'm personally not a fan of the first-person aspect from what I've played on Resident Evil 7, but a lot of people are happy about it, and the, you know Resident Evil 7 was extremely successful, so you know, hats off to anybody out there who's really excited for this. Uh, the next thing I want to move on to, which I guess there's been rumors and leaks going around. I really had no idea, but Hogwarts... Uh, Legacy is coming out, <laughs> so it looks like an open-world Hogwarts game or, you know, Harry Potter game. It's not about Harry Potter. It takes place in the late 1800s, but just from the cinematic trailer, there's there's no gameplay. Uh, it looks really good, but obviously without gameplay, we don't know for sure, but if the, if the gameplay captures what those cinematic trailers did, then I am all for it and excited to play that game. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Well, I wouldn't say huge, but I really do like Harry Potter. <laughs> Uh, I haven't read the books, but the movies are pretty freaking amazing. I loved growing up watching them, so excited to see that game. Kind of different, too, though, Like just like I was talking about with Marvel's Avengers and how I picked it up because I was bored of playing the same games. It's really nice to see these different uh, takes on these huge franchises. I think this is such a big deal, and I really hope it's going to be a successful game. Uh, you know, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, we're going to move on to Call of Duty Cold War. You know, they talked about the campaign real quick and showed some quick gameplay. 
in the trailer mace um uh woods yeah woods no woods is in it but you play as mason anyways um you take a guy as a as a meat shield you know you can execute them or you can use them as a meat shield like i said and shoot people or you can kick them away with a grenade uh basically like gears of war if you played that but the way they showed it in the trailer just seemed like over the top cinematic which you know these games always do this when they're talking about their campaigns or just showing off trailers i'm not the biggest fan of it but the game does look crisp very very crisp the gameplay looked great uh you know black ops 1 was such a freaking good game uh that game was really good uh the campaign was great so i'm excited to see what comes of it uh they talked about zombies we don't know anything about it yet but i'm sure they're going to show zombies soon um you know zombies was always fun so i'm excited to try that out and then next we are going to be talking about odd world um the game looks cool that's pretty much all i got because i've never played the original ones uh you know it looks really good on the ps5 the trailer looked nice uh i i really don't know much about it so you're, you're gonna have to excuse my ignorance but the game does look good which was the point of me bringing it up is you know sony had constant hit after hit i mean besides the stupid Fortnite shit <laughs> um demon souls was shown off it's a it's a complete remake and my god does this game look good <laughs> uh the game looks really really good i i want to play it so bad i'm sad that it's only on playstation uh it looks like they're doing a really good job of making sure that everybody comes to playstation this generation regardless of what consoles you already have they want you to have their console and i think they're doing such a good job of that these games look outstanding and i want to play them all uh besides Oliver. i just i just don't know anything about it <laughs> Um, so that was pretty much the showcase, uh, you know, Devil May Cry will be available at a launch digitally, which was previously an Xbox exclusive and PC exclusive, I'm sorry, on PC, uh, so it's very nice to see Devil May Cry fans finally get it on the PlayStation, it's a, it's a very big game, it's very, it's such a classic, uh, but Devil May Cry 5 was actually very, very good, so I'm pretty happy for all the PlayStation fans out there, they will be able to play this game at launch of the console, so keep an eye out for that. And then they ended the show with a confirmation that we probably didn't need, but who doesn't love getting that solid confirmation? So God of War got announced, and it said Ragnarok is coming. I don't know if it's going to be called God of War Ragnarok. I hope it is, but we don't know for sure yet. Uh, I kind of believe that game's going to be just blow everyone out of the water. It's going to be such a good game. The last God of War was ridiculously good uh, a different take on the franchise kind of like breath of the wild uh they just did such a good job and th they deserve all the credit for that game because they worked really hard on it and congrats to them so uh god of war got announced for anyone who was hoping that that got announced and that is my super quick uh you know just recap of the playstation showcase uh playstation takes the cake they they did such a freaking good job they showed exactly what they needed to Gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. Xbox, if there's anything that they can still learn, we want gameplay. We don't just want cinematic trailers. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're nice to look at. But unless I see the game I'm playing, especially with the past generation that we are coming out of, or, you know, about to get out of, you know, I want to see gameplay before anything these days. Too many games have launched this last generation with problems, with massive day one updates. 
I don't know if the update thing is going to change, but still, this is something that needs to be worked on, and gameplay means so much more than a cinematic trailer, so congrats to Sony for their showcase. I loved every bit of it. I was super happy to watch it. Uh, just, wow. Good job. 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, well, it would have been better if Jack and Daxter got announced, so 9 out of 10. But anyways, uh, congrats to any PlayStation fans who listen to this podcast. You guys are, you got to be hyped. I mean, there's so many good things coming out for this console. So I want to move on to Mandalorian Season 2. So the first season is amazing. I plan on doing a potential review of the whole season uh, with my brother or whoever wants to be on it. Probably do the whole season in the episode, uh, you know, in one show. But the Mandalorian is what Star Wars should have been since George has been gone. This show completely blew me away last year. I I really I knew it was going to be good. It's about a Mandalorian and John Favreau and Dave Filoni are working on it. I really had a lot of faith in them as people, but you know, because of the sequel trilogy, I, d- I didn't really know what to expect. Like I wanted I wanted to be reserved, but the show came out. The show is incredible. Uh, Baby Yoda, or, you know, the child, is adorable as all hell. And I really want to see what happens to these characters because I want to see where they fall in line with the movies or see if they keep them alive to create more and more stories. But this trailer showed off a lot, guys. So many different looking planets. One of the biggest ones that I wanted to talk about, which is, it's been going around the the web, so maybe you've heard of it, but uh, Iloom is one of the planets that we all believe is shown in the trailer. And that is when the Mandalorian is walking through a snowy cavern. So that planet is actually Starkiller Base in The Force Awakens. They turn it into Starkiller Base. But to make it even cooler of a connection, it's also the planet that you go to on Jedi Fallen Order to fix your lightsaber to look for uh, you know kyber crystals. So I was thinking, how fucking cool would it be if the Mandalorian is, you know, searching through the caves for Jedi to find out what to do with Baby Yoda and Cal from Jedi Fallen Order is there. You know, Cameron can easily play his character live action, you know. It's it's modeled after him, so I think that would be cool. I, I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, take that with a grain of salt. But the trailer just looked insane. You know, we had a uh, yellow team in there with the X-Wings excuse me, uh, it just, it looks insane, I am beyond hyped for the season of Mandalorian, I think it's going to be really good, uh, I don't even know what to say, because I just don't know what to expect, you know, I believe Ahsoka's supposed to be in it, Boba Fett's supposed to be in it, God knows who else is going to be in this show, or what other, what other cameos are going to be in the show, but, oof, comes back October 30th, uh, Mandalorian season 2 trailer, if you have not seen it yet, please, 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 Go watch it. Do yourself a favor. Sit down and watch that trailer because you won't regret it. So I wanted to take a quick moment to remind you guys, you can follow my page at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram, and you can join in on the conversation. Uh, if you have any ideas, feedbacks, you know, uh, feed, excuse me, feedback on the episodes, please hit me up on Instagram. You're more than welcome to join in on the conversation. I love to hear anyone's thoughts about the show. It means a lot to me. So please check us out at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram. So thank you guys. So we're going to move on to the last topic real quick. Well, I got like one more thing to say, but 
the main topic is Nintendo. Nintendo has actually confirmed that they are working on a better version of the Switch, which a lot of people have been speculating and heard rumors and leaks of for about a year now. But it's nice to officially have the confirmation that there is a better modeled Switch coming out probably next year that can run games at 4K. And I'm really curious to see how much of it changes from the model we have now or the Switch Lite. But keep an eye out for that. Uh, it's going to be pretty crazy. But I came up with a theory while I was looking up the news on this 4K capable Switch. So February 21st is actually the 35th anniversary of the original Legend of Zelda. You know, and I'm really curious to see what they do with that, you know? So I think uh, we might actually get the Legend of Zelda collection. So this is a complete theory. I have no evidence behind this. You know, I, I don't know what's going on, but I really think that, you know, come the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda, we are gonna get uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword as a collection for the Switch. Uh, I don't know if it'll be called 3D All-Stars, but they can easily do the same type of collection that they did for the Mario collection, which comes out this Friday. Make sure you buy digitally since it's unfortunately sold out everywhere physically. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be pretty crazy. And I also think that they're going to show you know, Breath of the Wild 2 and give us a release date. But I think they're going to actually show gameplay, maybe do like a showcase of that game itself. Um, just a crazy little theory I had that I wanted to throw in there for you guys. Because I think, you know, Zelda is very, very big. It's a very huge game. I think for the 35th anniversary, they might follow suit with what they did with Mario. So we'll keep an eye on that. I really hope they do, though. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But the last thing I wanted to talk about with you guys today is the show itself, the It Just Works podcast. Uh, thank you again for listening as of recording this on Wednesday on the 16th of September, 2020. <laughs> uh, we've hit 610 plays total so far, and this podcast has been around for about three months now, or I think we'll be hitting three months this, um, this month. Right? Three months? No, four months. Anyways, the point is... I just want to thank you guys again for listening to the show. It means the absolute world to me. You guys are all incredible. I'm really glad you enjoy the show. It's only going to get better in time. So please, 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 if you have any suggestions, hit it, you know, just throw them my way. And I will talk about whatever game you want me to talk about, movies. I mean, if it's good or if it's like that bad and funny to talk about, yeah, why not, right? But one of the things I wanted to mention before we go is the scheduling of the show. So lately I've been doing Mondays and Fridays, but I've been a little bit busier on the weekends. And this past weekend football came back, and I'm not going to lie to you, I, I was watching football all day. Uh, my whole morning, I literally was just on my phone watching football. So I think I'm going to change the show to either Tuesdays or Wednesdays and then keep the Friday episode up. And I just think it's a good balance of the show. Um, well, 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 I'm going to play it out. I don't know what's going on yet, but, uh, just want to let you guys know that there will be a scheduling change. Uh, Mondays will not stay. I, I kind of want to move away from the Monday release. So 
we'll see what happens, but please stay tuned for the new schedule update. But thank you guys again for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Uh, congrats again to all the PlayStation fans out there. You deserve this, and congrats. This is an amazing launch for this beautiful console, and the future is looking bright for gaming. So thank you guys for listening to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.